This fantasy football sleepers edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBET.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh man. We, we, we haven't lied to the audience yet. Only football talk. Yes. Football only this time we're talking about sleeper, spicy sleepers. I was was told spicy sleepers, spicy sleepers. We're going to put together a, uh, an entire lineup of Fantasy football players who ADP is greater than 100. But before we get to that, we have to hit on this. Carson Wentz has been injured. It's a sad day as an Eagles fan. I'm just kidding. I can't. I don't know what I'm happier about. The Dak news, the Wentz injury news, uh, Jalen Hurts balling out in camp in day three. The stars are aligning. Hopefully, you got down on the Carson Wentz under uh, that we gave out on the touchdowns and and throwing yards and, and passing yards. So you're a little worried, you know, when you get to Vegas, you hit a bunch of, you hit a hot streak early on, maybe a little too early in the trip. Christmas in July, right? Christmas in July. And uh, again, it is it. August is upon us. We are, uh, we're just diving headfirst into football. Jeb play the music. Let's go baby. Get that NFL theme. The, the blood is flowing. The football juices are here. And of course, SGPM presented by win bet. Hopefully you got down on that Carson Wentz under all those unders we've been giving out. Even the Jalen Waddle under, he's dealing with an ankle injury. I feel like knock on wood so far, Ryan. The stuff we've been giving out been on the right side of this early injury news, and we got fantasy football coming at you. But again, if you want to get down on some player props, maybe a David Montgomery uh, to win the rushing title. Love that Kramer gave that out the other day. You can get that all over at WinBet W Y N N B E T dot com. Download the app or just go to WinBet.com to start winning today. So many states. We got Colorado, yes. Indiana, yes. Michigan, yes. New Jersey, yes. Tennessee, yes. West Virginia, bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas. Can't make it to Las Vegas. Don't worry. All I gotta do. 
go to wynnbet.com. Download that win bet app. Download bet win. Let's go. All right, Ryan, joining us on the line, Zach Brook from the Upon Further Review podcast, another uh, Blue Wire podcast. Zach, uh, thanks for hopping on the line. Appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you. Yeah. So you are a, uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, you're a Washington football team fan? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Well, you got to be. I, I, feel I personally like, love football team fans. <laughs> yeah, always. We're all we're all football team fans, right? Come on, you got Is has how are you enjoying the transition from Redskins to football team? Have you fully embraced the football team name? Do you want them to come up with a new name? What do you want that name to be? It's been horrible. This whole thing's been horrible. Like, yeah, I get. I, I get you had to change it, but you should have had something planned rather than yes. this. I feel like football team. Washington football team sounds like a kind of a knockoff shirt you'd buy at Coles. Doesn't sound like a professional fr- professional franchise. And they, I don't think they have anything in place. We'll see what they do. I haven't bought any WFT merch. Yeah, it's been weird calling it the team, the football team. People outside DC like, oh, that's pretty cool because it's not my team. But if it was anybody else's team, you'd be like, yeah. that sucks. I so, can see that. Yeah, it's been it's, there's been some other stuff outside the name, but hopefully they're getting this rolling. Uh, I know 2021 season going to be football team. Hopefully after that we got something else because right now we have no mascot. We have this. It is a I mean it's a delightful job at SEO. I mean well well played Dan Snyder because when it, I type in fo- anything where I'm trying to look up the best football team, I get I I see the I see the the Washington football team start, stuff start to pop in there. Yeah, it is. It does make it confusing for any sort of research because just <laughs> again, entering in football team, you're It's a masterclass in SEO. That's what it is. I I really they should come up with the mascot first and then work their way backwards. That seems like the way to go. Why not just the fighting Joe Theismann's again, friend of the program. We love Joe Theismann here. Maybe just honor Joe Theismann and uh, call it that. We'll see what they end up doing. How are you? Where are you at expectations wise? Because of course, uh, unfortunately, the Cowboys they seem to be high on people's list. But again, Dak already dealing with the muscle shoulder uh, soreness. Hopefully, he's okay. I don't want to see him miss any games. But I know uh, the Washington Football Team. Everyone's high on the defense and high on the idea that Ryan Fitzmagic step up from what you guys had last year, quarterback. Which I totally agree. I am worried about your defense. But how are you? How are you looking at expectation wise for uh, the football team? I think they're pretty tempered. I, I think people need to remember they went seven and nine last year and they lost in the wild card. They didn't win. Yes. Both of their starting DNs. Hopefully everybody's getting vaccinated. So we have no issues with that. But the quarterback to me, they still have three backup quarterbacks in the roster and they could have went out and gotten a starter, whether that be maybe going after golf. I'm kind of glad they didn't really wanted them to go after staff or even trade up one of the guys oh, in the draft. Yeah. They did not do that. So we're gonna see what what happens, but right now their biggest liability is at the most most important position on the football field. No, and 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's fun. He he's fun for a couple games. He's fun coming in off the bench, but there's a reason he's been in the league how many years and only had you know a couple winning seasons. I'm, he just doesn't seem like a guy that can deliver you a winning season for 17 games. Looks like a literal journeyman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he really looks like a guy who just showed up to to the sawmill, ready to clock in, clock out. Again, he's fun. I, I and he's had a couple big fantasy uh, games over the years. Big fan of Team Ryan, you know that. But where where are you at with uh, Fitz Magic? What was your reaction to the signing? 
I was kind of hyped when they signed him because before that we were going off Alex Smith's one leg. So you kind of knew, yeah, okay, now, yeah. we're, now we're getting there. We got a quarterback with two legs. We're ready to compete. So we're kind of with that, but like, obviously he's never made the playoffs and he kind of always starts off hot, then gets cold and it gets real cold. Then somebody else comes in. And the guy we have coming in is also on a brand new contract and Taylor Heineke. He's played three games. He was a grad school student last year. So I, I, I think we got to temper the expectations. I do like the receiving core. I do like Curtis Samuel. They re-upped on Logan Thomas. The offensive line is still kind of a work in progress. Uh, running backs there. I'm fine with, I think people are kind of overhyping Antonio Gibson. I think going to temper those expectations for year two defense should be great. There's not really any holes. I think they should have moved on from Landon Collins or moved him to linebacker. He's still going to be playing safety. We'll see how he comes off the Achilles, but I, I think they're going to be in it in the NFC East, but I'm not going to say they're, they're going to go out and, and, and cross the competition. I like it, Ryan. So cynical, cynical so uh, Washington much. football team fan. Not not drinking the Burgundy Kool Aid here. I, I like that as an Eagles fan. I'm I'm probably <laughs> drinking a little too much Kool Aid. All right, we set up a a fun little uh, exercise here. Going through, going to give you out some fantasy sleepers. The criteria is they have to have an ADP over 100. Going to give you a quarterback. Two running backs, three receivers, closing it out strong with the tight end, just like fantasy football. Show. Yes, wow. exactly. In the week one, uh, I before we fired up the <laughs> podcast, I was already looking at my chops. DraftKings, the Millie Maker prices are out. I'm already looking. I'm and I'm going to do what I did last year. Thirty-two, 32 entries, one for each team, rolling the dice. All right, let's kick things off. Who do you got as your uh, sleeper quarterback, Ryan? I'm going to just kick it off with my guy. I'm, I'm going, I'm going full uh, bore. I'm inviting him up to the bedroom right away. Mm. Sam Darnold, baby. Uh, you know, looking over at the, uh, the fantasy pros ADP, a little shocked to see he was QB 32. That feels wow. a little aggressive, but he's my quarterback 14 ADP was one ninety-seven. You're probably not drafting him uh, in, in in single quarterback leagues. Standard, unless you wait, you're waiting till the end. You're just grabbing two guys. But man, look at that offense, and look at how bad that defense could be. I, there's no reason why Sam Darnold isn't going to have a year this year. We've talked about all the props we like to support it, and again, Joe Brady. We saw what he did with a you know not an elite recruit in Joe Burrow, not the most elite recruit in Joe Burrow in college. Got the so most maybe out of him. maybe he can do the same thing with a healthy Christian McCaffrey, a healthy uh, a healthy set of receivers around him. So well, and and game script wise, I don't know if they've. I done have a much. lot of shares in Best Buy. I don't know if they've done enough really to shore up their defense. So could be playing from behind a bunch and uh, and again, even Bridgewater had good fantasy numbers last year in that offense, especially for Teddy Bridgewater. Zach, what do you got? Uh, who, who's who's a quarterback sleeper you got your eyes on here? I'm actually staying in division. I, I got to give it to Jameis. Oh, down, yes. Uh, okay. Buy you. Yeah. Scott I mean, Lasick. Yep. Drew Brees is gone. Yep. Michael Thomas is a. We'll see what happens with him, but I think like you got Jameis. He can see the linebackers down the field. I think I saw on Fantasy Pros they had him listed as QB thirty. And <laughs> if if he's doing anything, if he's out there, he's not going to be thirty because even if he's throwing picks, he's kind of matching it with those numbers with his TDs. I think if you can get him, I, honestly, you're not even drafting him, and you can just grab him off the waivers. I, I think you. I think you're doing all right. Yeah, and especially if, with these sleeper quarterbacks. If you're in a super flex league where you need to draft two quarterbacks, darn. Arnold, uh, a Jameis, those are those are slam dunks. 
I keep looking back. Kramer and I keep going back and forth. We think Jameis should be the starter. Getting a little worried that Sean Payton. Well, I'm, I'm hearing that like Taysom Hill it. is running with the ones. To me, if you're Sean Payton, you're paying Taysom Hill ten million dollars. Why don't you start Jameis and have Taysom Hill do whatever the wingback you know role that he has, so you can have both guys on the field at the same time? Do, uh, do you think Jameis is the one that eventually gets a starting job? Because to me, you start with Jameis. Then if it doesn't work, you go to Taysom, but it seems like Taysom may have a shot to win this thing. I think if it doesn't work with Jameis, you're screwed because Taysom yeah. showed you that it, what was he three? What was the max he threw? Like 15 passes in a couple of those games last year. They did it right because they have an incredible defense. But I think if Jameis doesn't work, you're going to Ian Book. So I think they're hoping it works with Jameis. Yeah, no, I uh, I'm on board. Hopefully Sean Payton uh, sees it our way because I do have some Jameis in best ball and uh, would be fun to kind of have him uh, bust open for me. Uh, my uh, fantasy football quarterback sleeper. We've been talking to him uh, about him a bunch. Again, not currently the starter, but I, I imagine he's going to get there sooner rather than later. Give me Justin Fields. Right now, his ADP is one twenty six. Uh, his average draft uh, positions like QB nineteen. I got him as high as QB ten because I think he's going to get in there. I think he's going to run the ball, and I think in Chicago, Andy Dalton. He, they're not really committed to Andy Dalton. They brought him in. Nagy's never worked with him before. I think he's very easy to sit down. And if Andy Dalton struggles early, which he might, why not throw in Justin Fields? If if Matt Nagy doesn't show some promise here, he's getting fired. And the easiest way to show some promise is have Justin Fields look good. I'm making a hot take for next year. Twenty two. We're coming into the 2022 season. And everyone is going to be talking about how there's there's regression due for all these rushing quarterbacks because everyone went too hard on the rushing floor this year. It does seem like a theme. No, I mean obviously if Fields gets in there, he's massive. What do you if he gets in? Zach, there. where do you where are you at with Justin Fields? You caught me by surprise with QB ten. Yeah, we don't even know if he's going to play. Yeah, that's and true. We, really don't, we don't know how the offense is going to work. If is Montgomery finally going to be the guy? Got Tariq Cohen coming back healthy? Is Allen Robinson finally going to step up? Is Allen Robinson going to say, "Get me the hell out of here"? I don't even know who's playing tight end. So I, I think QB ten's a little high unless he just kind of just goes off from the start. But he's intriguing. I don't think anybody's drafting him in any twelve team format. No, yeah. Again, th- this is a guy that you can throw in best ball. Usually, he's my second quarterback uh, well, in best ball. Yeah, and it speaks to like if you're playing managed, just don't draft a quarterback early. Maybe, maybe you like the elite guys, but there's so many guys it feels like you can stream pretty pretty healthily with the amount of guys that can just run and yeah. are probably going to see the field at some point. All right, Ryan, RB one of your sleeper team. Who do you got? Real quick, Jameis Winston too. I mean, how many guys? Eight point two yards per attempt with Tampa last time we saw him out there. So he could be. Yeah, like, and he's in a dome in the in the Saints Saints system. As I was drafting a team after team for twenty four hours straight, I just found <laughs> myself taking Jameis at the end of these drafts to pair with guys like Mahomes, fun to roll the dice. And, and Josh Allen. Because why not? All right. Uh, let's let's go right to it. Uh, I left some meat out there uh, for some other guys, but Trey Sermon at running back, thirty six, uh, a- average draft position, just north of one hundred at one hundred one. He's my running back eighteen, and I think this is another situation where, where right now we don't know that he's going to be the starter. I think it's it's starting to look more and more like he could be the guy. Uh, you mentioned uh, Mostert, not not the healthiest. Uh, well, of guys. he showed up in camp with the knee brace. He says it's precautionary and he's not injured. But but my, I don't know why you'd randomly just wear a knee brace. So we'll see. My take is when Shanahan or a Shanahan or a Kubiak drafts a running back this early, they know what they're doing. 
But yeah, I mean, we've seen them. He looks perfect for the system. And yeah, uh, he's the thumper. He's the goal line back. Uh, don't don't give me any of that Wayne Gallman bullshit. I, me and Wayne are close personal friends. Of course, he did wish me happy birthday yes. la- two years ago. But yeah, this is all Trey Sermon. So he's my running back eighteen. I think he's a great uh, great sleeper. You can get him. I mean, Sean, what we got him a, a little earlier, but like he's like what seventh, sixth, seventh round, maybe fifth round, depending on what kind of league you're in. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely available relatively early, and and, it, and it, again, we've seen him not trust Jimmy G at all. And it seems like he, it's weird. Cause he, I, I don't know what's going on with Shanahan. He doesn't trust Jimmy G enough to, to the point that he has to draft Trey Lance, but he's adamant that Jimmy G is his guy. But then he also only lets Jimmy G throw like 10 passes in the NFC championship game. I don't know where we're at, but it's clearly like running the ball and they got a good knack for running back talent. Where are you at with your uh, first running back here, Zach? Well, going back to sermon. Are you, are you that confident that even if Obviously, Mostert's had some problems with injury. If he goes down, th- that Sermon's going to be the guy. Because anytime it feels like one of their guys goes down and you're confident the other one, Jeff Wilson goes nuts. So yeah. I, I mean, so, and then did they still have Tevin Coleman? I know it is Bre- I don't even know who's playing running back there. They got Breed. I know they got a guy in the seventh round. Somebody told me they were like, and you got a hundred different running backs and you got Ju- use check. You confident going into it? Very. If, if your start, if your RB2 goes down, you're confident in trade Trey Sermon getting you the rest of the way. Yeah. I, uh, I would feel pretty good if Trey Sermon was my third running back on a team for sure. Yeah, I mean some of the other guys at, in there. Uh, Jeff Wilson is on the pup. You got Josh Hokett, Jamichael uh, uh, Hasty, who's kind of interesting. Elijah Mitchell, and then uh, Trey Sermon there. So yeah, I, I agree with you, Kramer. I don't think Wayne Gallman is the guy. The Wayne train though. But the Great committee, name. the committee thing is always interesting with the uh, the Forty Niners. What do, what do you got, Zach? Who's your RB one here? Well, slim pickings because you said ADP's over a hundred. So yeah, uh, yeah these with, are uh, sleepers. Yeah, I, I went with James Conner oh, over okay. in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got uh, what's his name? Uh, Ed, what's it? Uh, Chase Edmonds. Chase, Chase Edmonds. Yep. Chase Edmonds because Drake's gone. And personally, after last year with Kyler, when you kind of saw him kind of being that goal line option, and then he sort of got a little banged up, they started to not really use him at that. You got a guy who's twice the size of him that can just barrel through it. I think he can get you some kind of like last minute TDs right in there. And if anything happens to Edmonds, there's your guy because he can show and he can carry the bulk of the bulk of uh, the uh, touches. Totally. And, and I think in general, follow what these coaches did. They brought in James Conner for a reason. The same way I think. Kenyon Drake gets involved a little bit in Las Vegas. They they brought him in for bit, a reason. bit of a steal. He didn't exactly get a ton of ton of uh, contract offers, but yeah, I mean, he's a guy that if you're going like RB zero or maybe you're just taking a first rounder and waiting, Connor's a great guy to end up with because, like you said, Chase Edmonds has shown us he can't uh, he can't make it through the season. So yeah, at some point, James Connor's going to have a twenty carry game. All right, for my first sleeper running back. His uh, ADP for running back is forty six. His overall ADP one thirty six. I got him as high as like running back nineteen. Maybe I'm a little crazy, but I think, and I'd love to get Zach's take on this. JD McKissick is going to be involved for the Washington Football Team. Now, again, this is you know a PPR league. I uh, I think Washington Football Team. You should be worried a little about worried. That the turf toe with Antonio Gibson and and JD McKissick looks good. I mean, the guy is coming off an 80 catch season. Now, some of that was Alex Smith just checking it down, but I, I still think he's going to be pretty heavily involved in the passing game. Where are you at with JD McKissick? I mean, he was great last year. Obviously, they had a quarterback who wasn't 
watching film a quarterback with one leg and everybody else got hurt. Yeah. So he was kind of getting those kind of like throwaways. I don't know how much more involved he's going to be this year. Cause I know they want Gibson involved a lot in the past game. So I, I'd maybe kind of like lower my expectations for McKissick. I think his ADP would have been a lot higher if they kind of just revolt. If, if he was their go-to third down guy, I I'd be all in on him. You kind of remind me like a, kind of like a poor man's Theo Riddick who just retired, did not know he was in the league. I haven't seen her that name in four years. So, but with McKissick, I, I, I think he could help me if, um, um, if Gibson goes down, he's great, but he's not going to run the ball at all. He's kind of going to be that other option. And also with him, when he was getting a lot of touches, they really had no receivers outside of McLaren last year. Now you got a healthy Cam Sims back, healthy Kelvin Harmon. You bring in Curtis Samuel. You got Logan Thomas. I, I, I'd temper expectations, but he, he could have a big year. Yeah, I mean, again, some of this is the idea that the, the, the turf toe, the foot injuries. He's really big. When, on the when you're hearing about these injuries in the summer, it's a red flag for me. Kramer, what's your what's your RB two here? ADP of one twenty seven is insane. We have this man in the Dgens only dynasty league, oh, yeah. Sean. Uh, he for some reason he's running back forty three. Uh, he finished well above that last year, and Mark Ingram left the situation. This team is going to run the ball well north of five hundred times. Uh, Gus Edwards, just there's too much opportunity. He's my running back 30. Again, if, if I could end up with him uh, as, as one of my maybe third or fourth running backs uh, in a situation where I have two studs, I love it. I think Gus Edwards at, at worst case where no one gets hurt, he's going to be a guy who's serviceable during bye weeks maybe a flex guy. He's going to be used around the red zone. We talked about it. The coaching staff re-signed him. They like him. They trust him. And uh, you know, there could be some question about how, if Dobbins can continue his efficiencies. Now, if Dobbins goes down or something happens to Dobbins, Gus Edwards becomes a league winner. Yeah. So I love Gus Edwards. I have Gus Edwards probably in the same realm of as Sam Darnold in best ball at like the the 25% range, because I take him. He's just available. He's available in that, that eighth, ninth round. And, and it just seems like too much value. Well, and again, he's one of those, um, yeah, it's one of those situations where the Ravens keep talking about how if this is the year Lamar is going to be unleashing the deep ball, they're going to, we're going to be throwing way more. I'm just still skeptical that that's really going to happen. And especially now Lamar getting COVID for the second time, he's going to be out for 10 days. I think anything that they were looking to get uh, looking to introduce into their game plan, passing game wise is going to be a little slowed down with him being out this early, which favors a guy like Gus Edwards. What about you, uh, Zach RB two? What are we looking at? We got more slim pickings. Found out today that Philip Lindsay is on the Texans, and I don't know what to expect from them. But David Johnson has not been healthy in years. Yeah, uh, they also have Mark Ingram, who I thought was out of the league, and Philip Lindsay. He likes to. He's a hustler. Yeah. So you can grab him that late, and he's the de facto option. You're good. He's uh, free. I mean, you you can in these best ball drafts we're doing. He's he's often going undrafted. Which seems crazy. I know it's a four-headed He, he very well could be the running back one. He's a guy who just runs hard. I mean, he's an undrafted guy. Our hearts fought his way on his team. I I I love Philip Lindsay's game. We're like his adopted parents watching him play youth soccer. <laughs> yeah, the only the only thing that's tough from a fantasy point of view is he doesn't seem to be super involved in the passing game. But he could get all the goal line touches the Texans have. We have no idea what this Texans team is going to be this year. <laughs> they may not get a lot Who's of goal line touches one right now. Tyrod, baby. Tyrod, I guess. 
They bring Savage back. I don't Davis know Mills, the rookie. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Deshaun Watson. Who knows? It's uh, a lot to be said uh, to figure out there. Still down in Houston. My RB two again. I've been all over this guy to the point that I've been lectured on the pronunciation of his name. Uh, give me Chuba Hubbard. Correctly nailed it there. ADP of one fifty six. A lot of this is just the idea that Christian McCaffrey has had injury issues, and he and he gets a ton of uh, touches. So they drafted again. They drafted Chuba for a reason. I, I think he has a lot of the skill set that they like in McCaffrey, and they seem to be high on him. Maybe he gets some third down work. But again, much like Mike Davis won a lot of people leagues last year, Chuba Hubbard certainly has that upside. And again, he's a guy, same type of thing in a managed league, probably going undrafted. When you said they were high, you talking about the Rule family? Because I know, yes. I know, Miss well, Rule his, was super his, high on him. His wife, uh, strangely, was all in on <laughs> Chuba Hubbard. I still haven't really gotten the uh, the explanation about why his wife, Matt Rule's wife, wanted. Uh, uh, her husband to draft uh, Chuba Hubbard, but he did like a good husband, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So maybe in that uh, line of thinking, uh, Chuba Ooh. Hubbard sees the field and uh, is is fantasy relevant here. And again, I got him RB forty five, slightly higher on market, but I, I think people are you know he's he's a fun handcuff there if you if you have McCaffrey and uh, again, if you take McCa- upside, yeah, and McCa- uh, so yeah, if you have McCaffrey and you're doing like a man, you're you're a handcuffing. You have to get one it. of the few guys you're 100 handcuffing. Yeah. All, All right. right, we're gonna get to uh, the pass catchers here in a second. Just want to give a shout out to PropSwap.com. Oh man, PropSwap baby, football season is here. I'm not saying it's about to be here. It's here. We're gonna be breaking down, uh, you know, Hall of Fame game spreads and DFS lineups. It is here again. A prop swap, perfect place to buy and sell real sports bets. And again, you don't need to win the bet. All you need is for your odds to improve. Uh, let's say, for instance, you had a, a ticket on Carson Wentz under passing yards. You might be able to sell that. He's got to play though, right? We need him. To well, play. check check the sportsbook <laughs> rules. If he's out comp- uh, for the entire season, sometimes that's a no go. It depends. Because yeah. I I looked at the Tebow props. The receiving props for Tebow are good, whether he makes the team or. Or not. So again, <laughs> check the double check the uh, the sportsbook rules on that. But if you got some fun player props, or even you want to take some uh, you know long shots on some of these Super Bowl winners, ride the wave there. They get off to a hot start. You can unload them on uh, PropSwap.com, and uh, they're encouraging people to go for two, buy two tickets of the same bet, and then you can sell one for profit and keep one to uh, have some skin in the game. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app. PropSwap. Where America buys and sells sports bets, Kramer. Sean, Sean t- maybe yes. for the first week of the preseason, for each game, you buy two under tickets and oh. you sell one at half. You sell it at halftime. Yeah, when, when and, it's and you mid. can do you can do uh, you can sell tickets live, like in game. So mm. pretty fun marketplace over there. Props changing. Up. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera Division, the Brasileiro, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the US and Mexican men's national teams, plus much, much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all of the beautiful 
wonderful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's games live here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. All right, number two. Mike, I wanted to put this guy on my list, but I saw you already had him, Kramer. Uh, he's still he's at wide receiver fifty, one thirty six on the ADP, and he's my wide receiver thirty one, and that's Mike Williams. Health is the only concern here, but what he could be unleashed to do in this offense, right? Anthony Lynn is going away. Yep. Uh, you have to imagine they're going to see the weapon that this guy is when paired with Keenan Allen, when paired uh, with Austin Eckler in the background, the big arm of Justin Herbert. So. Uh, I think you're seeing it in some of the higher stakes leagues. I, I've been noticing in the FFPC, he's starting to go in the eighth, seventh round. So his his ADP is probably dropping at this point. But I think you know when you're playing with your buddies, no one's going to be looking at Mike Williams in, in the in the eighth round, seventh, eighth round. Ke- Keenan Allen, no spring chicken either. And again, Mike Williams is like yards per catch is kind of like down, through the roof, downfield, high, high ceiling. Probably going to be a guy we're we're often popping in DFS potentially with like a double stack with a Donald Parham or wherever the tight end <laughs> of the week is, but yeah, Mike Williams, uh, lo- love the lo- I have a I'm starting to grab I'm still I'm still doing best ball teams yes New, right breaking still, news still and still unloading Mike the Williams ownership is is moving up heavy. Zach Zach where are you at with the uh, the Chargers offense passing game any fantasy thoughts on that or or Mike Williams in particular. I mean, Mike Williams, if he can stay healthy, yeah. I mean, he's more of like a red zone kind of guy. Keenan Allen's going to get, get that ball. Can you get as I've got a couple other guys on there? I forget the guy's name they had. Uh, one of the guys, one rookie Guyton, Guyton, Guyton can play. I like that yeah. kid. Yeah. They, don't have a, they also, yeah, they don't have a tight end this year. So that's going to be interesting where those targets go. So it's going to be, it's going to be wild. Yeah. They got rid of uh Hunter Henry. He's uh, up in new England Parham, the XFL guy. And then they brought in cook from new Orleans, super oh. old. So We'll we'll see uh, what they end up doing there. Who's who's a sleeper receiver you like, Zach? Well, now that Aaron Rodgers is back, I got to go. Alan Lazard, the uh, yeah. fantasy pros had him as a wide receiver seventy five, and yeah. I think a healthy Alan Lazard, if he's the number two, I think you you got it pretty good if you're getting in late. Yeah, no, uh, I, I like that, and even I mean the fact that his his return to the Packers seemed tied to Randall Cobb. Why would you not maybe roll the dice on Randall Cobb either in a best ball or again just kind, all, kind of a deep roster store? You can uh, there's like four Packers receivers that you can get basically at the end of drafts for yeah no for cost. free, and, and it's it's probably worth it because I, I have a feeling Aaron Rodgers is back. Yes. Full full FU mode. He's he's going to be going off. Okay, I'm going uh Darnell Mooney for the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh Fantasy Pros has 146 overall, receiver he 55. Uh no, no you're thinking of uh Anthony Miller. He, Anthony That's Miller it. got traded. Darnell Mooney is still on the Bears. I got him receiver 44. He really had a uh, a pretty nice season for a rookie last year. I know the Bears He's a sexy pick. I, I was just talking to uh one you of the You must be uh, hanging out with the uh, the deep fantasy nerd community. The, the Tribune uh, guy, <laughs> 61 catches, 631 yards. Now, again, I'm no massive Andy Dalton fan, but I think Andy <laughs> Dalton and Justin Fields are both kind of a step up throwing the ball maybe from uh, Mitch Trubisky. So, second year, uh better quarterback play. You could see him improving and he's getting drafted so late. I think he's worth the shot here for sure. Darnell Mooney. 
Kramer, what about you? Who's a uh, who's another receiver you like as a deep sleeper? All right, so I just updated my fantasy rankings uh, earlier today, so check those out over on the app. But I know he started on the pup. I did bump him down a little bit, but Devonte Parker is still the number one. Seems all the receivers are dealing with injuries down there wow, in Miami. It's not looking good. And it just doesn't make sense that he would be wide receiver fifty-two. He is the number one receiver. I understand he might not run. Uh, as many of the vertical routes, but he's the number one receiver. And if you watch Tua throw the ball, what do you notice, Sean? It's not the most accurate ball. What do you need? A big, strong, physical receiver to go up there and get it. So I think he'll be a red zone threat. I think he'll definitely outperform his ADP of 140. That's what, 11th, 12th round? Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, you're taking, p- people in your league have taken backup quarterbacks and you can still get the number one receiver. On a team, yes, please. So he's my wide receiver, thirty-seven. Well, and and if you've seen Tua's uh, average yards <laughs> per attempt, the vertical passing game is not his friend. Uh, something easy and and very catchable to Devontae Parker is so definitely in a PPR league. Devontae Parker, ton of value there. Zach, back to you. What's what's another receiver you know on your list here? I also had Devontae Parker, so oh. I'm moving my oh. three up to two and looking for a new three. But at three, I had uh, Gabe Davis out in Buffalo. Oh, we yeah. don't know what's going to happen yep. with Cole Beasley. We don't know how healthy Emmanuel Sanders is going to be. And Gabe Davis is a, is a red zone threat and a touchdown machine. I really like what I saw to him in uh, year one. Uh, UCF guy, I think. So I, I'm excited to see what he does. I was actually surprised to see them even sign Sanders, seeing what they got from him. But if, if the stars align, I think it could be, it could be special. Source is close to the situation. I think the Sanders signing is all about the uh, the firecracker that is Cole Beasley. <laughs> yeah, and they, they're going to need to fill a void. And, I think. and again, Cole is uh, maybe he's going to wrap uh, his way off the team. But Gabe Davis <laughs> again, we I I think we had him a couple times in DFS uh, late in the season. He's a fun extra stack with Diggs and Allen. Yeah, massive upside, uh, young kid. And again, the Buffalo Bills throw the ball a ton. And Brian Dable said they're not planning on changing anything. They're still going to throw the ball a ton. They haven't added anyone really to the rushing game. So, and I think if you look, like Sanders and Cole Beasley operate in the same part of the field. Like Gabe Davis is the deep guy, so I yeah. don't think there's any any impact to his workload. This guy, uh, rookie, and which you're always rolling the dice here. He's 151 right now overall. His uh, ADP by position on Fantasy Pros is receiver 58. I got him as high as 43, and that's just because of all the hype coming out of training camp. Now it's easy to fall for some of these guys, but Elijah Moore coming out of the Jets. When veteran players go out of their way to compliment another receiver, Corey Davis said, "Quote: He's a baller." Uh, Corey Davis, know. a guy who struggled early in his career, yeah, so <laughs> complimenting the young guy on being so mature. But uh, <laughs> you know, this is from the New York Post. Elijah Moore's veteran confidence, impressing at Jets training camp. Again, I I think game script wise, maybe the Jets are behind. They're throwing a bunch, and maybe Elijah Moore is the guy that benefits from it. Um, Most confident I've seen Jets fans not named Colby in a long time. Yeah, uh, they're very excited about their offense. Uh, Elijah Moore just really could be that rookie receiver in the same way we saw Jeff Justin Jefferson pop. Now certainly I don't expect him to pop to that degree, but at you know receiver fifty eight overall, him getting to be the number one target in New York, the the path to that isn't insane. Yeah, like now it. now you know granted they brought in Corey Davis and stuff like that, but. Again, Cole. yeah, but Zach Wilson, he doesn't have any pre-existing connections with any of these players, so maybe really 
you know, bonds with Elijah Moore and they find some confidence. Plus, on it, the I field. mean, go watch Elijah Moore in college. He's, 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 he's just like, he's an eye test guy too. Like a, a just yeah. a guy, if you have on your fantasy team, it's going to be fun to watch. Yep. I mean, it's, if we were talking about it earlier, week one, little Elijah Moore, oh, Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson against that Panthers defense. Yes, please. Or yeah, the yeah, Panthers. Panthers. I, I was All going right. back and forth between them. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stack uh, a stack with Zach's earlier quarterback Traquan Smith. Now with the Michael Thomas news, I mean wide receiver 65 uh, on the ledger, 208 mm. ADP, which is basically undrafted depending on how deep you go. I got I upgraded him to wide receiver 47 because he has uh, he's gotten me before. Yeah, he's been a guy who we've heard Sean Payton talk about before, and he's never gonna get. He's never done anything consistently. I think what that what, that two or three touchdown game was about it. But without Michael Thomas, I don't know who else it would be. And Jameis definitely is gonna be a quarterback that's more compatible with a receiver like Traquan Smith, someone who can work the work the the field more vertically than maybe a Michael Thomas. And so. I'm definitely looking to snag as much as possible. Obviously, with the Michael Thomas news, he's going to keep going up the board. And I think why not? I mean, who else is there, right? We we saw the news about Deontay Harris, uh, what getting suspended yeah. for a DUI. Maybe uh, maybe Marcus Callaway. Callaway we like, but I mean, someone's going to catch the ball that isn't Alvin Kamara and and isn't uh, Adam Troutman, uh, super hype tight end machine, but. Well, Traquan and, Smith, wide receiver, forty-seven. And Traquan is one of those interesting guys in the sense that. He has been hyped up before and people are like probably post, burned. Post post hype guy. Yeah, and people have been burned by him, so they're not gonna want to draft him again. And that's maybe where, you know, he gets get a little value there. How about you, Zach? I know uh, Kramer stole one of your uh, sleepers here yeah, with Devontae still, Parker. Still looking for three and just seeing who kind of excites me on here. All how right. about uh how why about let's see. Why don't you jump ahead, Sean? Yeah, yeah you got it. I'll throw in uh, mine here. And Ryan, this is a guy that we haven't talked about previously. I feel like that much, but kind of the more, uh, the more research I'm doing, the more Ooh. I'm reading these camp reports, <laughs> the more I'm talking myself into Marvin Jones jr. Being the guy in Jacksonville. Now, if you follow the thread here, Darren Bevel came from Detroit. He essentially brought Marvin Jones jr. With him. Yep. He has no allegiance to DJ Chark. And if you look at some of the comments that urban Meyer already has had uh, about DJ Chark, it's you know, he's not really locked into him. And I know the fantasy community loves themselves some uh, LaVisca Chanel. But again, I'll tell you this I do know Darren Bevel loves Marvin Jones Jr. And Marvin Jones Jr. on a, I know you're high on Stafford, but on that, on that Lions team, he still was able to have 76 catches, nine touchdowns, 978 yards. Galladay did miss a, a lot of the season with a uh, Instagram hip problem. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I, I don't know. Again, he's in the mix to be the number one receiver. I, I think you, I mean, really, how do you handicap the touches here? It could go either way. And in my head, the fact that Bevel is bringing him over, he's ADP 129, Fantasy Pros receiver 51. I got him a little higher at 41. I think there's a real story here for him to be the guy in Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think you can probably get value in. In one of the in Marvin Jones, just because he's what rounds four, five, six rounds after Chenault, yeah, uh, Chark, those guys going in like the seventh, eighth round. So yeah, you're paying way less for a guy that I feel like has an equal shot to be bullet. the number one guy. Yep. Zach, where are you, where are you at with uh, you, you find uh, your extra sleeper here? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. How about uh, let's see, we got. I can here. help you out. How about AJ Green? How about AJ okay. Green out the yeah. Cardinals? 
We've been, we've been DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins might retire. So that's interesting. Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with him. I don't even know if he's on the active roster. P- people have forgotten Christian Kirk's alive and they need somebody to throw to. Why not? Uh, why not AJ green? Maybe well, he can revitalize his career in, uh, in the desert. And it's funny. Cause last year, I think the big debate was like, Oh, do we take AJ green in like the seventh uh, eighth round and the out when I was doing the FFPC, we didn't really know uh, it turned out like he was, he, he's washed, potentially washed, but he could just get enough volume. Yeah. Like there is a version of this where he's going, I don't know what his ADP is, but I'm assuming it's basically undrafted two Oh five. Yeah. And so you could end up getting the wide receiver two for a team. That's going to throw a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, it's essentially that air raid system. He was really good in his, in his prime. Like there, it is hard to, to no. And, and if you look at kind of, I mean, that Cincinnati offense really hit a wall at some point last year, he wasn't on the same page as Joe Burrow. He was in Cincinnati for all those years. Right. Maybe he just wanted to go somewhere warm. Sean. And maybe, maybe we have a Carson Palmer like resurgence when Carson Palmer left Cincinnati, got down to yeah. Arizona. Dry heat's good for the bones. Found a little fountain of youth there. Maybe a similar path here for AJ Green. I, I, I definitely had a couple, a uh, couple tickets of AJ Green in best fall. And again, for that reason of the guy, you know, again has the potential to break out and maybe be, and certainly be the Arizona number two. That's I, certainly in the. Based on preseason, I'm almost excited to get a Kyler, uh, D Hop, AJ Green stack. Yeah, for super cheap. Load up. Uh, Closing it out, Ryan. Uh, before we get to that, of course, head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Mm. Use our promo code SGPN for a free shot, a free roll in the Best Ball Mania Two contest. Again, chance to win a million dollars. Well, what would you? Don't waste your time doing a mock draft. Just do a best ball draft over at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN Kramer tight end. What are you doing here? I couldn't believe it. Tyler Higby was tight end 17 ADP 140. Uh, he's my tight end five I with Stafford. And now with the acre situation, yeah. it could even get more kind of a vertical passing game. Uh, Gerald Everett, of course, out of town now in Seattle, the sky is the limit here. I'm really high on Cooper cup, Robert Woods. I think we discussed this with the cam acres news. I'm upgrading everyone in the passing game here. Yeah, I definitely moved Higby uh, up on my could, rankings. Could as well. could this offense support three like three pass catchers in fantasy every week very easily? And so Tyler Higby, tight end five. I just it that's that's t- he's he's going undrafted. Yeah, in 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 single tight end leagues like that's insane. That's that, insane. That, I mean, again, yeah, I can wait to the end of the draft and take him as my tight end. And you're sure. getting the starting tight end. It's not again. It's not. He's not splitting reps with Everett like he did previously. Sean McVay has wanted to feature a tight end. He's featured him at times. We saw at the end of last year he was trying to get Gerald Everett going. Never just didn't turn out to be yeah, the guy. He's a, now he's my guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, the rookie that everyone's talking about has some abdominal core injury now, so those tend to take a little while to get back from. All right, Zach, closing it out strong. A, a fantasy football sleeper tight end. What what do you got for us? How about OJ Howard? Yes. Oh, okay. Bound to do bound to do something. Yeah. So like I mean, like, and if he doesn't, they already have Cameron Bray. You already have Gronk. Maybe somebody could pick him up that could actually use him. Because I think he's the most I think it's fair to say he's probably the most athletic weapon Brady has in his arsenal, and just nobody knows how to use him. So yeah. Brady can't. Somebody else can. And one other quick name is somebody. I heard some a couple of weeks ago. Some I never a sentence I never thought I heard. Somebody said, "Watch out for Anthony Ferkser, mm. the Ferk Daddy in Tennessee." Yeah, with Delaney Walker gone. That's a name to keep an eye on. Jonas Smith gone. Yeah, in Tennessee. 
I mean, look, we're we're fans of Ferks, or he performed uh, in the summer of Sim last year when sports were canceled. Just watching simulated uh, vir- that. Yeah, virtual uh, Anthony Ferks showed up big in our Madden tournament, so he's uh, he, he forever will have a place in our hearts. Ryan, I again love this guy's name. It's also fun. He's to say. one of those guys who will get penetration. John Madden would love this guy's name. Penn State kid. Heading over to the Steelers, Pat Fryermuth. They used a second round pick on him. Again, with tight end, uh, you could do Robert Tunyon, who I love. He's just outside 180p. But I've I've talked enough about Robert Tunyon. Again, with Aaron Rodgers back, he he's he's going to be a top ten uh, tight end. I'll give you the deeper sleeper that is Pat Fryermuth. Again, they used a decent amount of draft capital on him. And again, all the early stuff is Pat Fryer move continues to exceed expectations at training camp. Could the Steelers have found their next great tight end in Pat Fryer move? There's some buzz around him. Ebron's getting older. I, it, it just kind of makes sense. I got him as tight end 17. So again, yeah, uh, a, a guy that you can get for free at the end of your draft, and and not have to spend a lot of draft I, capital at the position. I've been getting. Uh, I'm also doing some of the FFPC uh, tourney. They have a hundred twenty five dollar uh, tournament, and I've been that's tight end premium, one and a half points. Oh yeah, per reception for the tight end. I've been ending up with a lot of Fryermuth lately as my third tight end. He's. Uh, I mean, they, I think it's obvious. Like, don't we remember what it looks like when Ben Roethlisberger is throwing those fadeaway shots to Heath Miller, or whoever? Yeah, like, he just likes to do Could that. Could be a big shit. red zone target. We we discussed this. Like, part of the reason we don't like about like we don't like Harris is they just don't go to the running back around the goal line lately. That's not the game. So yeah, they love the quick short passes and a big dude like Pat Fryermuth with a big target. I think is just right in uh and, and in I Big Ben's wheelhouse. And I have a feeling. I know we're hearing all this buzz about Big Ben taking snaps under center and shit. He's an old man. He doesn't want to fucking bend over. No, He's going he to be in the shotgun. Stand back there and and stand the shotgun like a statue and just throw but five yard ins. He is pretty attractive from the shoulders up though. <laughs> pretty attractive. Uh, Ryan, of course, gets compared to uh, Ben Roethlisberger all the time, so he's always trying to hype up his looks. <laughs> Zach, uh, your podcast upon further review. What what uh what do you got coming up for us there on the pod? So had uh, had Jason Campbell on this week. He's pretty cool. Always nice. fun talking Washington with him. Um, got uh, recurring guest Lofa Tatupu coming on next week. And we got a couple of a uh, couple other names in the fire. Just kind of just waiting for football to get going. Really not Hell much yeah. going on. So yeah, it's been kind of kind of slow the month of July, but ready to ramp back up. Yeah, and I, I saw you also do uh, social media for uh, Pro Football Focus. Yeah, I actually just announced that the other day. So I start in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited oh, awesome. to get rolling with Congrats. that. So, yeah, Congrats, so man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Remote remote. So based out of DC, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. All right. Any, uh, any, yeah, I know we hit deep sleeper fantasy stuff, but is there any, any, we just put out a video of some of our refreshing takes kind of like hot takes essentially for the football season. Do you have any sort of uh, uh, big predictions against the grain for the NFL season? Anything you're keeping your eye on? Um, I, I don't think um, let's try not to say I'm very curious. When's the AFC South? Let's oh. go with that. Yeah, well, now especially with the Wentz stuff, it's yeah. it's going to be wide open. I mean, I, it feels like it's Tennessee's division to lose, but yeah. who knows? The Texans. I think the Texans maybe not the complete uh, dog of the division or the league, as everyone says. I, I think they can, and we gave it out as a prop the other day. But I I, I don't think they finish in last place. Only one of the quarterbacks starting in the AFC South. Has uh, has won a division. 
And I think that's Tyrod Taylor. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Tannehill. Ryan yeah, Tannehill. Right. Fuck. <laughs> Still Finish a solid the show. Set, Ryan. Get it out of Still here. Still Let's get set. us out of here. All right. Well, Zach, appreciate you coming on. Make sure to follow Zach on Twitter at ZBrook. Check out the Upon Further Review podcast. Make sure you download our app in the uh, App Store, Google Play Store. Toss us a review there for your chance to win some gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Good episode, Sean. <laughs> Kramer. Let it ride.